Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcast. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate series. Now, if you want to find out more about them or any of the other authors in the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where you'll actually find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable and free, that's free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we're speaking with Jordan Alexander. Now, for those of you who've not met her before, she is an author, an educator, and a facilitator who really does bring visions to life. As Managing Director at Pangea Consulting, she's helped transform thousands of lives across government, business, and community sectors, and her coaching and her courses really do enrich and inspire the people who attend them. Now, she was actually born in Canada to Croatian and Ukrainian immigrants. And she actually became very fascinated with how culture shapes the mindset. And as a result of that, she actually delved deep into the subject of unconscious bias while she was actually achieving her PhD. Now, her research and experience provided the catalyst for the UBU practice, a simple, holistic, and effective methodology that helps people find their authentic voice, articulate their dreams, and align their lifestyle. Now, her coaching practice, Love Assist Associates, helps relationship seekers find authentic love connections all around the world. She currently resides in Wellington with her husband and two daughters, and she's actually here with us today. So please welcome to the show, Jordan. Hello. Hello, Ben. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm excited. I am too. It's great to talk to you. I love your topic. I love your book. I love. I just love chatting to you, to be honest. I'm really excited about this. This is going to be a ball. Yeah. Now, there are a lot of people out there online who are listening in right now, and they're like, I want love in my life. I want some authentic love. I want to be myself. But I think before we jump into actually you sharing how you do all of that and, and the, the secrets behind it and all of your incredible wisdom, I think it's probably important. Why? Why did you become passionate about this? Why did you pick this topic? Why do you think it's got a lot to do with our well-being. Why love? What is it for you? How did you come across it? Okay, Ben. Well, um, for me, my life was going great in every possible area. I was successful in my career. I had a couple of great kids. Um, my The only area in my life that wasn't going so great was my relationship side. And after much poking and prodding, uh, some friends had said to me, Jordan, you've got to find a guy, you know, round out your life. You'll be so much happier when you're in love. And so I went online dating. And the thing is, for an educated person who goes online, you think, how hard can it be? But <laughs> within, within a couple of months, I ended up meeting this man of my dreams. He was fabulous. Uh, we were talking all the time. And I ended up falling prey to a romance scam, and I lost $140,000 that I didn't have. No. Yeah. So the catalyst for me was, oh, my gosh, how do I find some meaning and purpose with this crazy situation that's happened? I would have, no one would have, would have guessed it, it could never happen to me. And um, that, was, that was sort of, I had to stop. It stopped me in my tracks financially, emotionally, and I had to say, okay, I've got to figure out what it is that happened. And 
from that, you know, I wish there was a love assist before when when I went online. <laughs> so you got you you're in a you thought you're in a deeply romantic relationship, and this person just kind of fleeced you for 140 grand. Yeah, well, he was he was uh, it, it's it's quite um it's quite a, a difficult thing nowadays with technology being what it is, and it's so easy for for people to look in and say, oh, you know, she must be so stupid and. The reality is, is that, you know, I've got a PhD, I advise judges and, and big businesses and government, and it's, when it comes to matters of the heart, Ben, I tell you, yeah. you know, we all do some crazy stuff. I hear you. I hear you. I, I, think, I, think, I think what you want to do in life, though, is do that crazy stuff for the person that you really love. You're like... Because I, th- I think everyone does crazy stuff when they're in love. We all admit that. And I think we all want to be able to do that, though, with someone who reciprocates the same level of love. That's exactly right. And and I think you have to be relationship ready, which is was one of the steps, really, in, in uh, love assist. And when I looked back, and I spent six years kind of delving through all kinds of relationship um, theory and the neuroscience behind love and attraction and all of that stuff, and the one thing that I, I was not relationship ready then. Oh, all right. Okay. I'm getting inspired at the moment. So for the listeners out there, obviously the number one question, how do we get relationship ready? What, what do we do? Well, this is, this is the thing, Dan. I mean, my, my research back when, when I was doing the, the consulting and the strategy was looking at unconscious bias. And I had always applied this to changes within organizations, how to improve the business bottom line. I never thought that all of this understanding about unconscious bias and the things that we acquire, the beliefs that we acquire over our lives could so make an impact on our love and relationship beliefs. And so what I had to do was was redirect the understanding around, around beliefs and try and uncover those blind spots that you you get um you know you know those matryoshka dolls you know those little nesting dolls those russian nesting dolls mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep yeah so so if you think about your belief system your core beliefs are, are in the very very middle of that and there's a layer around that around families and there's a layer around that around culture there's a layer around nation and it goes outward for and you get you acquire all these layers that it's so hard sometimes to rediscover who you are in that little beginning, you know, in that little middle part of that Matryoshka doll. And so part of what, what being relationship ready is starting to strip away those, those layers, those influences, those self-limiting beliefs, and really get to the heart of who you are, your authentic self, and most importantly, what it is that you're looking for in a, in a relationship. Because we get so sidelined by um, society, um, you know, what's in the latest magazines, what's on YouTube. And it's really funny when you actually get into that authentic you and authentic match. Most people are actually looking for somebody who's reliable and that's trustworthy and has their back and they're their biggest cheerleader. Mm. So what can I do then? I'm, I'm sitting at home and I, I want to find love in my life. Give me a practical exercise that I could do today, like for the listeners out there, that, that could get me closer to being relationship ready. What's some stuff I can do? 
Okay. Well, um, one of the things that we do in, in um, the seven-day love challenge is actually to take a look at your love line. So if you think about your last three, four, five relationships, and you just plot them along a, a timeline, and when you look at that timeline, you can say, okay, you might have been, might have been, um, so Ben and Jordan were, went out five years ago, and what is it that um, was the best thing about that relationship? What was the worst thing? What is the lesson that you learned? And you, you start to look at these couple of key milestones in your love history, and you start to, to identify some patterns. And quite often, um, it's quite revealing for people because most people just, as soon as the relationship is over, they, you know, slap their hands, you know, okay, right, on to the next one. But it's really important to actually reflect and learn the lessons from our, our past. And we're usually influenced by our family um, situations or our cultural norms to have these love, um, love beliefs. Um, you might have come across a fellow called Alain de Botton, and he, he, mm-hmm. taught, he, he has this um, New York Times article, Why You'll Marry the Wrong Person. And he talks about the familiar, uh, Alain de Botton. Okay. And he um, he talks about why you'll marry the wrong person. And one of the main reasons he cites is because we're not looking what's good for us. We're looking at what's familiar to us. And so depending on where and how you grew up or the cultural norms that you've acquired, you start going through life looking for what's familiar as opposed to, you know, in your evolved state, someone that's good for you. And so a lot of this goes back to being relationship-ready to understanding some of the patterns that you've, you've been, um, you know, that you've acquired over the, the love line and trying to actually uh, strip down to that, you know, get naked to expose your authentic roots that, that, um, to see what it is that's authentic to you. So just so I get this clear, when I'm doing this, and that whole get naked to expose your authentic roots, that, I mean, that's one of your key steps that you've covered off uh, in yeah. the book that you uh, put together, Elevate Your Wellbeing. And I think, um, so So I wanted, So I'm sitting down, I, I plot all the people I've gone out with, yeah. and then I look for the best thing about that relationship, the worst thing about that relationship, and the core thing I learned. Is, is that kind of, the, do I look for other things, or are they the main things? Or The, the top of mind thing, because this is the other thing, Dan, is that we, we um, Stuff that's in our past, we're kind of looking to repeat that because it's what our brain knows. Our brain knows what's happened to it before. So it's almost expecting that you're going to find that again. Oh, this, that guy cheated on me. The next guy's probably going to cheat on me. That didn't work mm-hmm. out because, mm-hmm. he, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so it's those sorts of things that you just, by doing the exercise, you're actually starting to, um, starting to reflect and digest on an area that, that typically we don't, stop and, and, and learn about. You know, if you think about in school, they don't teach us about budgeting and, and, you know, some basics. We don't learn a lot about love and relationships except by doing. And so, you know, with love assist, it actually gives you a little bit of structure. It gives you the, the research, the theory, the neuroscience. It allows you to take a more structured approach. It doesn't mean that we're not romantic or that we, you know, that we don't want to find that, you know, authentic love connection. It, it, it's absolutely better to go through this because you're actually investing your your time, effort, and money wisely. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I really love this concept that we're not 
actually dating the person who is good for us. We're dating the person who's familiar to us. And you hear people say it all the time, you know, I married my mother or I married my father. You yeah. know, they, they make this statement, but it's so true because there's such a conditioning to our filtering that our unconscious bias just leans us in the direction of, oh, I love it. Yeah, it's quite interesting. That's right. And so, so you have to sort of um, shine the flashlight on that. And the, the other dimension really around love is this. I mean, it's part it's about education. The other part's really about um, safety as well. There, there are so many um, people that are, that are scammed when they go online. Uh, here in mm. New Zealand, 8,000, lost 25 million. Globally, you, you're going to want to sit down for this, Ben, because globally, <laughs> every, 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 listen, every year, globally, we lose $6 billion to romance scams. What? Wow. So imagine how many, you know, heart transplants and schools and, you know, facilities that we could be putting that money into. It's, it, we're hemorrhaging this cash. So we also talk to you about what to avoid and, and the, the red flags around that. Um, the, the, um, the other thing that I just wanted to point out, too, is I know that you're, you're a fellow who could appreciate a good investment. And any idea how much, um, before you go on a first date, so say you're online dating, how much you're investing, just cold, hard cash, before you even get to sit across from somebody having a coffee or going to the movies? I couldn't Any even idea. begin. How much you're investing before you go to the movies? Yeah. I wouldn't so, even know where to begin to work that out. Okay, so so imagine if I was going to reach into your wallet and pull out three days' wages. What? Would you be Would you be a little upset about that? So to go on a date. I'm investing at least three days' wages to get ready in the zone to get to that thing, to be to that place. Yeah. So you go wow. online, you, you, you look around, you know, you're, you might look at some sites, you might download some apps, you're, you're, you're just sort of figuring out, you know, what's all, all you know, how do you, what's going on out there. Then you've got to write a profile. And do you know how hard people find it to write about themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like doing a resume for a job only 17,000 times oh, harder. It's, it's terrible. <laughs> and, and, they, and people will, they will write screeds and screeds of information. And the reality is, is you need like 150 to 200 words. So writing a short profile is even harder than writing a long one. <laughs> then you've got totally. to do your photos. You've got to go through. And then you're meeting people. You're going through that filter. We calculated it out. And it's roughly equivalent to 24 hours. So that's three eight-hour days. So depending wow. on what you're – you know, and that's, you know, and then you got to pick out your outfit, transport, all that. So, so people need to, you know, if you want to be successful, you've got to invest wisely as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I think, I think it is quite a journey for people to actually go out there and find an authentic love connection. That it, it, It's a project. I mean, really, it's, it's just, it's another project that has a lot of moving parts to it. But the project itself is a significantly deeper connection because it's you're the product, you're the thing, you're you're putting your heart out there now. So it definitely does have a lot more meaning, I think, associated with it. So when I'm getting ready to, so I've I've done my my love line. I yep. found the stuff that I liked about relationships, the stuff that I didn't. I found these big learnings. What are some other things I can do now? What are some other steps that I can do to 
begin attracting authentic love connections into my life. Okay, so so we're sort of at step one of the process. This is the whole get getting relationship ready side of things, and we've got a on on the um, website we have a relationship ready quiz, and I strongly suggest people go and they they have a little look at that because some of the questions start to touch on attachment theory, and some people um, they're they're so keen they're overly keen. Um, and so that's not a great place to be either. You want to be open-minded, but not um, too keen. Because in, in the, relate, the romance scam situation that I found myself in, I was I was blinded by being in love with love as well. So it's trying to have feet firmly planted on the ground. And we talk about getting a um, you know a dating crew with you, and um, it's really important to understand whether or not you're relationship ready, or some people are, are meant to be single. They want to be single. They might have, you know, been out of a relationship for a bit and they just want to spend some time on their own. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, but better that they're not online or better that they're not succumbing to peer pressure because that's again when mistakes happen. There'll be a point in time when they're ready or, or they might want to try something. So even just understanding whether you're relationship ready, overly ready, or should be still single for, for a little while. That's another little little tool in that getting relationship ready. And that's free. Anyone can use that. So on your website, they can, so well, your website is loveassist.com. And, and on the website, yes. where do they find this relationship ready quiz that they can do? Um, it's on the online dating 101. Oh, nice. So they can go to, okay, got it. They go to online dating 101. You click on that, and then they have this relationship quiz ready to go. So yeah. uh, you also mentioned something earlier that I just want to just bring attention to the listeners for. Uh, you mentioned this seven-day love challenge. Now, the seven-day love challenge, for those of you who haven't uh, heard about this, it's an online program that you can jump in and do, which really just takes you through step-by-step processes that we're chatting about here, but goes a lot deeper. So something I would recommend all the listeners out there do is go to loveassist.com and then click on the next let's begin button and when you click on that you'll actually uh, be taken through to a process where you can actually learn more about the seven day love challenge now so what about the people who are currently in a relationship where they realize they have in fact gone for as you mentioned already what is familiar but not what is good what are they meant to do mm. Yeah, well, I mean, this is this. Everyone has to um, look at their own situation. I, I don't want to be responsible for you know breakups all over the <laughs> Mass place. Mass divorce everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as as you know, I mean, the three little words. It's, it's they're not really "I love you." It's work on it, isn't it? Um, yeah. In any relationship, you need to work on it. But so one of the things that I found um, was once I understood about my attachment theory, and again, that's part of the relationship-ready um, side of things, and you do that on the seven-day love challenge, my attachment style uh, is an anxious uh, attachment style. There's anxious, there's um, secure, and there's avoidant. And so for an anxious person, um, they, they constantly need to be, uh, reassured until they establish that, that strong, stable base. And so I found that in the last relationship that I had, I was going out with an avoidant. And as the name implies, you can imagine the avoidant who's constantly avoiding, in, um, you know, intimacy, avoiding that um, being in a relationship. And here's the anxious. You can almost see me running, chasing the avoidant <laughs> out of the room. 
You know, so mm-hmm. they're two completely different attachment styles. Mm-hmm. So even knowing um, the attachment style that you are, you can start to then have conversations using language that makes sense. So then we can work through that. And my, my current, my husband, um, he's a secure attachment style. I'm an anxious attachment style. We, we now have a, a lexicon that we can use to have conversations and to, to smooth out the bumps. And so having that raised awareness around what your, your, your own love needs are and trying to be authentic to some of the beliefs that, that you um, hold near and dear is really, really important. Mm. So just on that, you just mentioned something. So when you and your husband do want to communicate, what's your process around that? Uh, well, we're getting better at understanding. So we, we love Chapman's love languages because we'll always, and he's his gift of service, um, service guy. And uh, luckily we're both first physical love languages. That, that's always helpful. Um, but then he differs because sure. he's an active service guy and I'm a, an auditory, a, you know, words of affirmation. So he's out there cleaning a car, making dinner, and I'm like, just tell me you love me. And so we have these sort of moments where it's like, oh, yep, yep, I'm doing the active service thing, aren't I? And I'm like, yeah, 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 you are. You just need to talk to me. Um, and then, you know, if we do, if something little blows up, that's when our attachment styles kick in, and it's like, ah, so you just need to be a bit of reassurance. Oh, okay, that's, this is where we're going to go down for, for, for this. And it, doesn't, it's, it might sound a little um, mechanical, but it's, it's so not. It's when you're, um, you're in that, those, um, those moments of conflict, when you remember uh, that really the, the, the inner you, that authentic you really wants to connect, and it's just the outer um, you know, adult that has the pride and wants to turn away. And so, it's, you know, we help people learn how to, to, um, to overcome those, those conflict um, situations, how to get some tools in their toolkit so that they can start to work through some of these inherited unconscious biases and get them out in the open so they can have an amazing love connection. Yeah, nice. So people who are in... Uh side their relationships and they are wanting to do work on it or they're wanting to uh, get to more of an authentic space of love, what are some of the tips that you can give them around that? What, what, apart from this community, what else could they do? Well, I think in any relationship, it's always funny because people always say, oh, you know, you've got to go find somebody that has similar interests to you. And I don't know about you, but um, my interests have changed a lot over the last, you know, sort of 5, 10, 15 years. You know, they, they constantly change. So the, the best that we can do is to constantly do work on ourselves and share that with that other person. And so doing that, that, you know, revealing that your own authentic needs, not just in love and relationships, but across, you know, a, a number of different areas. And this is where the UBU practice really kicks in. Because in addition to the love and relationships side of that, there's also things about, you know, your career, you know, what's your calling and trying to get underneath that and your health and wellness or your mindfulness or your attitude. So all of these different areas, the more you delve into yourself and understand yourself and your authentic you, then you're making a different kind of connection with your partner. So you can't kind of blame them for your unhappy or you know, you're not, not firing on all cylinders because you also have to do that work on yourself independently. 
so that when you come together, then it's magic because you've got two people that are really, um, you know, sharing their authentic selves. And that is such a strong basis for a relationship and, and working mm. on it. Nice. So I know that there are people that are sitting out there right now and they're like, okay, uh, now is the time to bring love into my life. And I'm going to do my love timeline. I'm going to observe my beliefs. I'm going to do my quiz here. I'm going to check out your seven-day love challenge. But I also would like to be able to just do some other stuff right now as well. So what, what else can I do right now? Like, What's your number one tip or your top couple of tips that people can apply immediately into their lives? Apart from this um, love I, line thing, what are some things? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean self-love is, is at the heart of of everything. And so um, I talk about the self-love bubble. And I think uh, we're getting better, I think, as a society generally. But um, really learning to love and value ourselves is the most important um, building block uh, for any, any relationship with ourselves, with other people. And so taking the time to actually give yourself some space, do some of the self-care that everyone always talks about, and, and sometimes people roll their eyes at it, but it's, it's those sorts of things like meditating, you know, doing yoga, the things that, that get you to be still as opposed to the busy, 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 because we've got plenty, mm. plenty of, of that in our lives. So it's only in those moments of, of quiet, really, that the answers come. And so I would say that the number one side of it would be, um, you know, spending time around self-love and devoting that time um, to yourself to, to discover uh, you know, what's important to you. The, mm. the second thing, then, that I would say is, is almost the opposite of that. You know, what are the things that you can start saying no to? And, and it's, it's interesting in the love side of things. People, when they go on a date, it's like, oh, gosh, I hope, I hope he or she likes me. And, and I go, whoa, 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 hang on. If you're, you're in the driver's seat, too, this is your life. You need to, be, you need to learn the word no. And you need to learn when things actually, you know, you're doing the, the dating. You're seeing if this person uh, matches up to what you're looking for. So you're not all automatically going into something with a, um, you know, trying to sell yourself. You're actually thinking, hmm, I want somebody to fit what I'm looking for as well. So, so being discerning, saying no, cutting out some of the time and effort. One of the things we do in, when it's um, in step three, which is commit to make love happen, we set some real strong boundaries. Um, that you you develop uh, could be just about how much time you're going to spend dating, how much time you're going to spend on being on the internet. It could be, you know, how much, you know, when when how many dates do I need to have before I even talk to him about, you know, my kids and my family. So so as much as self love is important on the inside, it's learning to say no and setting boundaries on the outside is, is equally important. Mm-hmm. So it's both. I mean, I love this line you just said there, that people need to be full, not busy. I love that idea. I think the world is just so busy, but people just aren't full. Uh, yeah. Anything that sort of quietens the mind, gives them some time out, uh, and really enhance their ability to love themselves. Beautiful. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think Dan, that's why you know the the whole UBU practice started out really from that. Gosh, you know. I'm skipping through life. I've made it half time. Now what? 
And it, it's kind of like, is this, you know, the talking head song, is this my beautiful house? Is this my beautiful, what? how did I get here? <laughs> you know, and so many um, people are, you know, like myself, we're in this, in this position where I've worked really hard, I've achieved this, I've achieved, but something's missing. And so it's kind of the, the empty call that we need the full force. And so this is where we, we really need to spend a little bit of time investing in ourselves. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Nice. So it sounds like a lot of what people are really trying to attract, and I think this is kind of what, what I've worked out along the way, is that authentic love really just begins from within. And, and whatever we're trying to attract outside, we've got to first of all have it inside ourselves. I think that's kind of one of the key things that I've discovered along the way, for sure. Yes. Now, are there any final words before we wrap it up? I've been um, punching away a whole bunch of notes here while you've been talking. I'm loving this. This is great oh, stuff. Uh, is there any other final things that you'd like to share? Any other bits of advice, uh, final words, tips that you have for our listeners out there? Um, well, I think, the, I think the last thing that I, I want to say to everyone is, um, is to, you know, that you got this. Um, believe in yourself. So many people, especially if they've gotten through the midlife and, and they, they might have a, had a widow, widow situation or divorce or they just say, oh, my gosh, you know, it's too late for me. It's not too late for you. You've got, you know, you've got what it takes to be able to find an authentic partner and an authentic love connection. And you're, you know, better than, than what you think you are. And, you know, no matter what, you can do this. Um, you know, I have a 70-year-old friend who's, um, who went online dating, and he's been in a relationship now for two years, and, and some of the younger listeners might want to cover their ears. But he's like, I've never had the uh, – this is the best sex I've ever had. And it's like <laughs> – and he's, he's 74 now. And so you're never too old. You never – it doesn't matter what your past is. There is someone out there for you, and you've got this. You're amazing. Just get out there. Let us help you through the process and assist you. We've got our vision is to love assist one million hearts by 2025. I didn't mention that before, Ben. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, let us help you. You know, it's it's cool. It is. Well, no, again, for the listeners out there, loveassist.com, and just have a look through there. You've got an incredible variety of content on there. Some incredible products as well. So I just wanted to thank you uh, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your pearls of wisdom with us. Uh, I've had an absolute blast, and I'm absolutely certain our listeners to have too as well. So thank you so much for that. Well, thank you very much, Ben. It was great to talk to you. Yeah, nice. So again, if you want to find out more about Jordan or any of the other authors that are part of this series, please go to elevatebooks.com forward slash authors. And as always, remember giving yourself permission to do what you love is the key to elevating all areas of your life. Until we meet again, share your light, live your love, and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.